Welcome to Are We There Yet? In exploration and education in anime, I'm your anime idiot, Tess Dugan. I'm your anime expert and birthday haver, D. Hollander Gonzalez. And I'm Brenda McCullough, your anime hostage, blinking SOS in Morse code with my eyes, but it's an audio medium, so it does not help. No one can help you here! Boy, how can they not? Oh no, I'm going into this episode knowing the context of the pain we're about to have. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm so excited. Oh, it's a time. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday, I guess. Uh, Thank you birthday. so much. So, everyone, listen. <laughs> um, I've actually had this idea for a little bit of like, watching the first three episodes of something and then jumping to the last three but i haven't known what i've wanted to do that with for a while i was considering princess tutu as a birthday episode because we watched that i think for one of my birthday episodes before it's early on yeah but there is literally too much to explain in that show (laughs) i would have to watch the entire thing again and i don't want to have to do that so i was I was with Paul one day, and I was saying that I had had that idea, but I didn't know what to do. And he suggested Future Diary. And I went insane. I was like, of course. Oh my god, how have I not thought of that? So today, for my birthday, we're watching episodes 24, 25, and 26 of Future Diary. And I cannot tell you how giddy and thrilled I am to be doing this to you guys. I, I'm glad you're aware <laughs> and you said doing this to us because it is, <laughs> it is an assault on us and I've never thought Paul would ever be the person on my shit list <laughs> but here we are. It was his idea. He suggested it. How fucking dare you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, for context for listeners there, uh, uh, how long ago was this? Uh, oh, do I we... don't even know. I, I got should the list have looked. I can check. It's been a hot minute. It's been one week since, since you, you looked, looked at me. At me. Uh, August thirtieth, twenty twenty one. So, oh my god, almost two years on the dot. About wow. Okay, so yeah, um, for about two years now, I've been hearing just the side mumblings of this show reverberating between uh, my two fellow co-hosts. Mostly the uh, death rattles and pain of (laughs) them coming to terms with what the series means and what it doesn't mean. And does it mean anything? No. All of that. (laughs) Um, I mean, I personally, I love this. It's garbage this show is garbage i don't want anybody to think that this is a good show and that's why i like it (laughs) this show is like really bad and i think it's really funny and i like it i've said this like a million times before i like it for the same reason i like pretty little liars it's just fucking (laughs) insane and it tickles me to my very bones it's yeah that is fair watching this it's like opening the ark of the covenant and i have (laughs) withered away and turned to a skeleton with a delightful little crop of hair and a few teeth uh d opened it up and embraced it fully and has become the joker and just has incorporated (laughs) into their soul i live in a society (laughs) where future diary is supreme (laughs) d i since it's been two years uh would you mind doing me a favor? Because I'm not going to listen to the first episode. Are you kidding? <laughs> no way. Never listen to your own uh, um, is, is there some sort of uh, recap or uh, getting us up to speed that would be helpful for these last few episodes? Sure. So the important thing... I'll Okay, if, if in case anybody forgot, Future Diary is about 12 people who are put in a death game to take over the place of Deus, who is, like, the god of time and space, essentially. He just is god. Mm-hmm. Um, and our main character, Yuki, is, like, closely 
working with this girl you know who is crazy in love with him. Um, and then between the first three episodes and episode 23, everybody dies that isn't those two. And that's really all that matters. Um, and I'll explain why episode 23 is important when we come back. But essentially, all you need to know is that everybody else in the death game died. Great. They're close to winning. Great. I'm I'm sorry that... The, the notes uh, uh, in my phone are changing. We're not watching the first three episodes. We're watching the last three episodes. Oh. Time flash two years later. Oh, I wish I was in a death game. Hello, we're back. (laughs) Real quick, there is a time sequence where they do go two back two years, and then we watch Future Diaries two years ago. I do hate that connection. That's true. I do hate that that's happened to our lives. Wow. Imagine if we saw ourselves in the show. (laughs) If I go back two years and talk to myself, it would probably end the same. If I made a deal with God right now, it would be to go back two years to not watch Future Diary. And then an ironic punishment would happen where I would watch it for the first time. Monkey's Paul Curls. Ah, uh, uh, okay. So I'm going to try to quickly recap episode 23 before I go into 24 because there's a big reveal in episode 23. So, Deus is dead. There are black spheres all over the city, like, tearing reality apart. And reality is fully going to fall apart on July 28th. So, Yuki and Yuno are just, like, living together. Time's flying by. She's upset that he's, like, not giving her romance as if that's something she deserves. (laughs) Um... They lay together before God. They're 14. It makes me sick. Forgot about that part. Yeah. He tells her he loves her. He's happy. And then he asks her to be honest with him and asks why she lied to him about bringing his parents back. Because the whole thing he wants to do is bring all the people he's killed through this and his dead parents back. And Yuno knew the whole time that he wouldn't be able to do that, even if he became God. Um, Communication is key in any successful relationship. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and she's like, I just wanted to make you happy. I didn't want to tell you. Please kill me. Then you can be God. And he's like, I don't want to. I love you so much. Uh, and she's mad. <laughs> and he's running from her. Um, Deus's little assistant Murmur with the big boots. <laughs> um, she pushes him in what I've called the corpse hole in Juno's backyard, which yeah, is yeah. where the police found the corpses of her parents and a third mystery corpse that matches the DNA of Juno. Huh? Uh-huh. Um, and then Murmur is showing him memories and shows him like you knows memories uh let's see all all you know has ever cared about is ending up with him uh the original death game started the day after they met she wanted him to win murmur is showing him stuff from this game the first iteration of this universe huh what oh boy turns out you oh this boy. has happened before and you know and yuki agreed to kill themselves so neither of them would be without each other but she faked it because she also thought she could bring him back but she couldn't so she uses her newfound god powers to go back to a universe where yuki is still alive she does so kills herself in that universe to replace her yuki is very upset by all of this he's like that's not the you know i wanted to be with forever then what the hell Um, Yeah, because she's slightly older now. Yeah, what the fuck (laughs) is up with that? And then he, like, comes out of the memories and is looking at Yuno. And that's the big reveal. But it is the Yuno that he wanted to be with, because that's the only Yuno he's ever known in this iteration of the world. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. 
I also, also I just love that her big twist. Well, like the previous twist of like, uh, oh, let's kill ourselves together. Psych. I'm only killing you. Mm-hmm. She just took his plan because yeah. his whole thing was, <laughs> I just want to win so I can bring everyone back, including my parents. And then she's like, no, I need to protect you. Let me kill you so I can bring everyone back, including your parents. And then it's like, <laughs> no, that's not how it works. <laughs> but also, you can't bring the people back from death, but you can dimension hop, mm-hmm. which is, I would argue, maybe even harder to do. <laughs> well, that's the thing about this show. Nothing makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> that's the grand reveal, is that Yuno is not the correct Yuno for this universe, and she does, in fact, already have god powers. Great! <laughs> she has so, the power of god and anime on her side. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and has had it for the entire series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, episode 24... Um, Yuno tells Yuki she just wanted to spend time with him and be with him forever. Um, there's a flashback to her parents dying. Again, the time that she and Yuki met, she's, like, talking to her parents' corpses, saying that she'll bring Yuki by soon. And then we see that Yuno get murdered by the Yuno we've known the whole series. So I call her our Yuno every once in a while. When there needs to be that differentiation, because <laughs> now there oh, needs boy. to be. I, I did first iteration, second iteration, third iteration. Yeah. I don't even remember the characters' names. You know I'm going to mess this up. Great. My favorite, it's so, the dialogue is so funny. Literally. Murmur goes, so that happened. Shut up. Oh my god. <laughs> I realized. Holy shit. Watching this, the recap for episode 24, I just wrote down quotes. I didn't yeah. write any notes. Uh-huh. Uh, nuttier than a bag full of cats. It's a good one. Uh, thanks, uh-huh. for the smoking um- uh, thanks to that smoking umbilical cord. Wild sense. Uh, your hatred for religion is absolute. Who better to give God's powers? Uh, and one of my favorites, dying is for pussies. Dying is for pussies. Mm-hmm. I wrote that one down. Hers? Quality. Uh. Nice. Remind me, what year did this come out? Just so I can place myself oh. in the saturation of uh, cliche dialogue. Hold on. 2012. Oh, pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Murmur, she, so yes, she watched our you know murder first you know Not even first, God fuck. Our Yuno is first Yuno. She murdered second Yuno. Yeah. So, um, she's like, she watched that happen. She's like, this will be our little secret. I'm also going to lock away some of your memories for now. And still, all Yuno cares about is being with Yuki. Back to now. Yuki asks why she did this. The world is falling to shit. The black spheres are tearing reality apart. Murmur blames him for finding Yuno's parents in the first place, which we did see in the first three episodes, Mm -hmm. uh, and almost blowing her cover. And then she talks about the umbilical cord, and I fucking wish I could remember why they had that. But it is Yuno's umbilical cord, and that's how they matched the DNA to the corpse that was in the hole. (laughs) Believe earlier, Detective Boy from the Scooby-Doo gang... Mm -hmm. uh, finds it and does a DNA trace and that's how he confronts her with it by throwing a piece of the umbilical cord at them but why does it still exist is my question (laughs) oh cause it's mummified it needs to be there so Yuno was just trying to play the game again but wanted a different ending a better one for them this time Yuki asks why she wants him dead She asks why he said they should die together. He's like, I could never kill you. And she's like, right. So now you need to die because someone needs to be God to save the world. And if I'm God again, then I can go back again, again, and try it one more time. (laughs) Go again. Here we, one mo again. One mo again. Um, He calls her insane. She just wants to be with him, but the world won't let her. Uh... Murmur lets him go, and he falls through the sky. They're in a sky sphere. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, oh yeah, uh, they're they're in the clouds. It's, yeah, they're in uh, the sky. Don't worry, don't, it, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. The sky sphere. We don't need to address the sky sphere again. No, it's no um, common knowledge. <laughs> but he lived, bitch, uh, and he climbs back up to you know and says that he really cares about her. And I I feel like the first time I watched this, I felt more insane about this. <laughs> But I have no idea how this show wants us to root for these two. How am they I don't know to care? either. <laughs> they, <laughs> they change their motivation depending on whatever the other one's motivation is. It's if it's, one of if one of them wants to save the other one, they're gonna end up stabbing them, and then vice versa. Yeah, <laughs> it just show, changes from scene to scene. It gives you a concussion with how back and forth it is. I feel like the mangaka was writing this and every chapter looked in the mirror and just went, oh boy, we're really in it this time, aren't we? (laughs) You have no one to blame but yourself. Uh, um, So he loses his grip and falls again, but someone grabs him. It's Ninth, you know, the woman who blew up the school in the first few episodes, um, where she delivers the iconic line, dying is for pussies. Mm -hmm. To which I said, how the fuck is she alive? Because we presumably watched her die uh or i did (laughs) (laughs) um murmur is very mad about this and tries to kill her apparently deus gave ninth some god powers somehow couldn't give her all of them though no no couldn't Mm -hmm. end it there only gave her half Uh uh-huh um there was also (laughs) the art of this transfer of powers Uh, yeah okay uh, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I also Yeah, do you, uh, uh, do you remember that, D? Do you want to explain uh, what happened here? Do you mean the part where he stabs her through the stomach, or... Yeah, and then inflates her? Yeah! <laughs> and then deflates again? There's Maybe definitely I was a few looking frames. down. Like, I truly was like, okay, so, like, I don't know, divine, like, uh, uh, immaculate conception? Is this, like, a baby <laughs> preg thing? But nope, never addressed again. It's just like, hey, for you freaks out there, her tummy got big for a sec. I literally must have been looking at my phone taking notes because I don't remember that. <laughs> There's a few frames where it's like a wink and a nod of like, we know you're out there. Oh. It's for you guys. And it's like, mm, wish it wasn't. <laughs> so good. Um, so Murmur and Yuno go to a past universe again, and Yuki wants to follow them. So they do... Turns out, uh, Ninth never actually died. Deus saved her from her death and, yes, gave her half of his god powers. He also figured out that Murmur has been helping you know and that she came from another universe and doesn't truly serve him. He really figured it all out and then didn't tell anybody. <laughs> Except for Ninth. Um, Finally, his name makes sense. Oh, in, in the last three, you'll come back and know everything. Great, bye. <laughs> Um, now here they are on another July 28th, but two years ago. Um, this is the third version of this world. Yuno wants to do the same thing she did before, and Yuki and Ninth are like, we gotta stop her. Luckily, they got to this universe before Yuno and Murmur did, somehow. Um, and we see this universe is Yuno locked in a cage... While her mom talks on the phone about how she can't be alone with her gross daughter a minute longer. Then her mom verbally abuses her. And this scene goes on for way too long. And, like, she says, like, really actually terrible things. It's like, what the fuck? Why am I watching this? I forgot the context of the parent relationship. Because there is just a cage in the house. I kind of remember that from the first few episodes. But, Mm -hmm. dude, what... What? What's I, going on there? I don't... They adopted so, her, and now they hate her, and they abuse her. I guess. Dad's away on business trips all the time. Mom is some sort of psychotic that they never fully address. Uh, she says, bipolar, I think, in a later episode. This feels like much more extreme, but why would I expect the show to handle mental illness with nuance? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, so it's just, yeah. It's literally like the mom just snaps, hates... The, you know, for no reason, and literally just tortures her, tortures her for so long. Yeah. Okay, great. Because I, I was uh, 
confused because there is love for these parents uh, in the next few episodes. So I'm like, was this 24 episodes of being abused by parents and then just like Stockholm Syndrome of I really love them? I mean, well, that's the show in yes. a nutshell. But yeah, <laughs> it's we see her parents die in like the first three episodes and then we see them in these three episodes and like that's it. We that's don't really all. get any in between. So it's like. What you saw, Tess, is what there is. Yep. Perfect. Uh Cool. As long as I'm not missing anything. (laughs) Continue. Um, And then she leaves, and she leaves Yuno in the cage. Um, And then we see the the girl who was running the cult, who I think we did see before. I don't know. She's talking. Yeah, okay, cool. She's talking to some old man. Um, He leaves and figures that she doesn't actually have second sight, because if she did, she wouldn't let him near her, because he's going to kill her parents. Okay. Why do... Okay. (laughs) Um, We see the mayor, slash 11th, making the future diaries and talking to Deus, because he helped devise this game. Um, Yuki and 9th are at Yuno's house. He wants to open the door to the cage room, but Ninth tells him not to get involved with this Yuno and only to get rid of the Yuno he knows. And he goes in anyway and finds that she was eating a tatami mat and choked on it. So he calls an ambulance. Ninth is not happy about this, but he doesn't care because he freaking loves this freak. He's got to save her. He doesn't even know this one. I do like that he finds her, he calls an 911 and he goes, help, I need an ambulance. My friend ate something they shouldn't have, which is often how you guys find me. <laughs> <laughs> Please. He's eating cheese again. We keep telling him not to. Um, no, put the Tide Pod down. That meme is dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, then our Yuno and Murmur arrive and Yuno's like, I brought you a surprise. And she has like the ghosts of his parents um, Ninth throws a smoke bomb and they dash away with this universe's you know. And it's like, you just called an ambulance for her. I thought she was choking. What? No, not anymore. Uh-uh. She's okay now. <laughs> She's um, a little sleepy. And Yuki's like, I gotta go back. She has my parents. But those aren't his parents. As we've established, they don't have souls. Um... Ninth gets upset and asks him why they're even here. What's his plan? And that's the end of episode 24. I, if anyone's played D&D with me, you know my anti-god shtick. I feel like DS sucks and is dumb for allowing the mayor to come up with this game and then participate in it. I, you gotta know he's rigging it. I just like, think it's, in, <laughs> it's insane to be like, hey, God... What if you mm, transferred power to a human through this game of cell phones? And then God was like, that's a great idea. I love that. (laughs) Why? What do you mean? Because, like, if you're going to do it logically, Eleven could just, like, you know, divine inspiration. Have the game and not know he's being, like told to start this chain of events but mm-hmm. no he's like hey god i got a great idea a <laughs> wild on here hey sharks <laughs> boy do i have a pitch for you i also like how everyone else has flip phones and he has a smartphone his is the just, best one just to show he's advanced yeah bald uh, so episode 25 yeah feels weird to say hello yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh yuna Looks, or you know, I wrote Yuna sometimes. I wrote you know and boy. Yeah, it's easier for my brain. <laughs> uh, you know, looks at the moon. It's oh, it's a half moon, and she's like, oh, we're like you and I, and it flashes to a bloody version. Ooh, spooky. <gasps> she has two lives too. The monsters have been regenerated. High rule is under attack. Link, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> I was not ready for that. <laughs> uh, so Murmur complains that uh, Ninth is helping and isn't dead. And, uh, you know, looks at her diary and it ups- updates to say that Yuki went to the school. And she uh, laments having to kill him. For now. Um, the ambulance arrives uh, with Yuki's dad. 
uh, who the ambulance just happened to pick up on the way. You know's um, dad. Or you know's dad, See? excuse me. Just yep. so, yeah. Um, he comes in super concerned. He's like, oh, sweetie, I, oh, I miss you. I've been away too long. Wish she was treating you so bad. And she stabs him. Because, <gasps> uh, <laughs> so murmur stops her yeah. from uh, killing the EMTs. Uh, <laughs> it's because it's because he notices that she's different. I think, like he's like, oh, you're oh taller. yeah, there's... and then immediately, instead of coming up with an excuse, she's just like, well, <laughs> stab. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, paradox stuff. I whatever. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Um, so Yuki still wants to save both Yunos, and Ninth says, uh, you can't have your cake and eat it too, uh, you gotta pick one. Uh, so, oh, he goes to the original classroom, where they first met, and the diary <gasps> updates began. Uh, and his diary updates that Yuno is going to ambush them, and a black sphere will appear. So he's like, alright, let's, let's go. And Yuno shows up trying to kill him, but he uh, resists and fights back a little bit. But, like, love fight back, not, like, violent fight back. Yeah. Because they love each other. Yeah, this is clearly a very loving relationship. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Just a spat. Uh, Mm. So, Ninth warns, she makes a mysterious phone call to uh, the chief, uh, Kurasu, uh, and he says... Hey, uh, I forget who she says, but someone has a heart condition. Look into it, or they're gonna die. I think it's one of Yuki's parents. It's a, it's the, or it's his son. Yeah, the police officer's son. Okay, that's the whole reason he was in the game to begin with. Okay, gotcha. And Murmur starts blowing up the school, trying to kill uh, Yuki, and uh, he gets cornered. But uh, again. Once she was about to win, she doesn't want to kill him anymore. She just wants to kiss and be in love. Oh. Um, so they confront each other and charge in. Um, murmur sphere. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, there was some auto. Uh, it didn't. My notes didn't like many of the words typed here. So, uh, <laughs> murmur fittingly gets turned to murder a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it makes it confusing because there's also a lot of murder. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So they, uh, the school is getting destroyed. They're up on the roof. Yuki charges up, uh, trying to uh, take them down. And he's like, oh, if I get close enough, she, she'll see the love in my eyes and won't stab me. And she throws the knife and he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, I didn't plan on <laughs> that. Wrong. Damn it. Uh, and it, oh, it only grazes his neck. And she's like, oh, am I too weak to take him down? Is my body forcing me to change course? Oh, this is when he yells, I love you, you crazy bitch. <laughs> yep. Excellent. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, so uh, while they're tussling, ninth, ninth fights Murmur, uh, distracting her. And, you know, gets power over the sphere and uses it to... <gasps> Crush Yuki? <gasps> we get the shot of Yuki and just this sphere coming in and just taking him out. Hysterical <laughs> to me. Just mm-hmm. master cinematography. <laughs> and here I was like, wow, that was a great episode. It, fuck, it's halfway through. <laughs> Shit, damn it, damn it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, we see the other side of the chief's phone call. And he hears a school explosion on the other line. Uh, So he's like, oh, there must be diary bullshit happening. Uh, So uh, he rushes over there. And, yeah, we just get montages of all of the diary holders in this pre-diary world. uh, uh, Sort of like, oh, I hear explosions all over the city. uh, Being aware something's afoot. Um. Get a shot of cooking mama with her just big old head. Paul was watching this one with me, and he was like, "Why?" I he was like, "Why does she stand like that?" Because she stands with her arms out. And then it's he was like, "Oh, it's because if she didn't, he she would fall forward <laughs> because of the size of her massive head." 
Oh, there's a beautiful shot in the next episode. Uh, we'll get to it. But just uh, comparing her against any other character is <laughs> it's just so, so satisfying. There's, um, yeah, there's a lot of shots of her by herself. And it's like, she seems odd. But then next to any other human being, it's like, oh, God. <laughs> Why did you do this? Because, like, mentally you're like, okay, I can see Murmur and her mm-hmm. in yeah. the same world. And then we see any other character drawn as human as possible, and no. It's like um, seeing Hello Kitty standing next to Brian Cranston. It's just like, what am I <laughs> looking at right now? Uh, they used to date. It was weird. Um, <laughs> the tabloids. Uh, so, Yuki wakes up. He's in an idyllic home with his parents. What's going on? This can't be reality. Because it's not. You know, made him a hollow deck paradise in the sphere <gasps> where he doesn't know her, but he has everything he wants. Uh. So he can live for eternity out of the way. Uh, and then uh, there's uh, uh, Yakuba, which was another girl, I guess. And she tries to fuck him. And he's like, no. <laughs> Great. Uh, cool. <laughs> so, uh. Uh, ninth kills Murmur, supposedly, uh, <laughs> and uh, tries attacking Yuna, but Yuna's like, hey, Murmur, shatter your restraints. <laughs> Do the <laughs> one Naruto thing I know. Yes, precisely. Murmur, go sicko mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she becomes aggressive and demented, and her eyes turn red, and she gets a crazy look in her face. And ends up ripping off one of Ninth's arms and goes after the third you know. I like the phrasing of she becomes aggressive because it makes me think of like, oh, be careful with that one. She's aggressive. <laughs> yes. Like a pet. <laughs> yeah. I gotta acknowledge, it's never addressed why she has like a demon mode. Because mm. she like goes gray with the red eyes and just never comes up. Okay. Because, <laughs> uh, because... Again, the writer didn't have an eraser, so uh, he was like, okay, and so Murmur dies. Oh, how am I going to get ninth out of the way again? Uh, Just kidding. She didn't die. She's extra powerful now to not be be, killed. I want to be the best improviser ever. I can yes and anything. Monkey's paw curls. Can't only yes and. Never erase. Uh, so we see Yuki living in this dream world. How many days have passed? No one knows. Uh, <gasps> but he's sad. He's like, oh, I had this dream. I was mean to a girl whose name I can't say. <laughs> um, and then we get credits. And then the after credit scene is uh, Murmur doing a bunch of redos about the dad finding, you know, mm-hmm. like trying to prevent death, but it's just his dad being like, "Oh, your tits are bigger because you're older." Weird. So in, in, infuriating. Yeah. It's bad. It's it's. I hated it. Yeah, the actual scene is like you're taller and like noticeably two years older, and the post credit scene is just like titties. It's like that's her father. Um, <laughs> speaking of shitty fathers, another quote I wrote down in this episode. Uh, in the Paradise Holodeck world, uh, Boy's dad mm-hmm. uh, says they're going to go out stargazing. And he says, any constellation whose skirt you fancy looking up? God, the writing is garbage. It's, it's insane. <laughs> I, mm, I don't know why Yuki wants to bring his dad back to life because he is an actual piece of shit. Like, was never good to Yuki. Bad. It's weird that he's like oh i miss my dad so much this positive masculine influence in my life it's like what are you talking about what are you talking about um i also wrote down you know says a line where when she puts him away in his illusion world she says i could be a goddess but without you in my heart i amount to nothing and i feel like allison bechdel just like imploded on the spot (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, there's a lot of love for parents who are just just the worst uh, yeah. whenever they show him. Uh-huh. Just truly has done nothing good. All right. <sighs> Bringing this one in for a landing. Here yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, one of our first finales. <laughs> Technically, you've finished this show. <laughs> well, mm. I will count it if it means I never have to revisit it. 
<laughs> There's no point. There's no VA. Uh, yeah, I do want to point out D is like, I want to summarize it a bit so you're not completely lost. And I'm like, for the One Piece episode, I threw us in an episode like 400 something. Like, <laughs> it's fine. We don't need context. It's anime. Um, 26. Boy starts off sulking in his room, wondering why, uh, wondering why he fights it. Why he doesn't just lean into the illusion and just accept his blissful ignorance. And we see his family's getting ready for their stargazing trip uh, in their ideal illusion world. Meanwhile, back in the real world, uh, Murmur is back to her normal self. I guess she put the weighted stuff back on. And <laughs> uh, she heals up Yuno's dad, saying, oh, I gotta, gotta keep you alive. Can't have that uh, paradox happening on us. So he's at the school and unconscious. Uh, Yuno is back inside the school, getting ready to kill her third iteration of herself mm-hmm. uh, who's like passed out on the ground and uh, ready to jump to the next world to try it again because she's she's already messed this one up too much uh, just being here with their fight so she's going to go on to the next one and then we see third iteration you know wake up a bit and uh, first you know says uh, tells her everything of like what happened to her and how her parents were shitty and how she had to kill a bunch of people and all this stuff and she said I'm doing you a favor by killing you, so this doesn't happen to you. And third iteration says, No, I still love my parents, who have done literally nothing but absolutely abuse me my entire life up to this point. (laughs) Uh, And I still have hope that things will get better one day. Because no matter how bad life gets, there's always hope. (laughs) How fucking dare you, show? How dare you try and put this in? Um, Hey... They have to, because this is the magic spell that fixes the world. I it, trust your abusers. <sighs> That's what this show wants you to think. Everything don't. Is bad. Don't. This is a joke. Don't. 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 Don't <laughs> listen. Hey, if there's one thing we learn doing this show for as long as we have, don't trust any advice you get from anime. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There's one thing I've learned from the show after five years is that Tess fucking hates anime. (laughs) Uh, First world, you know, wonders what happened to her. Uh, And third says that she gets it. Uh, And it causes, uh, and it's because, she gets it because it's someone that the first you know loves. She's doing this for someone's love. Uh, So she understands first world, you know. Cut back to inside the illusion world. We see Boy reacting to something. Uh, At the same time it's said, he feels something. Uh, and he stops at some train tracks as the gates go down. And he says his par- with his parents, he says he can't go with them. They have to go on the trip without him. He's got to stay back here. And they say, ah, it's that girl you were dreaming about, wasn't it? Yeah, stay back for her? We get it. And it's this symbolic thing where they're on opposite sides of the train tracks, like life and death, like the river. You know, uh. artistic merit in this ship. What? Uh, They've earned no. it at this point. <laughs> They fucking threw everything else. He might as well try and be artistic at the last stretch. <laughs> uh, in the real world, we see the cops showing up, the cop future diary man, uh, with Yuno's mom. Uh, he picked her up after the stabbing at their house and presumably missing dad now. Um, and they see the dad on the roof and they go, we got a jumper. And I'm just like, what's happening? <laughs> Murmur says that reality is quickly falling apart because everything, they, they didn't jump quick enough. Everything's catching up to them now and the ramifications are setting in place for this reality and tells Yuno to hurry up. They got, she's got to kill her old self and they got to hop to the next one. Meanwhile, all the other future diary players, uh, lives are changing. We're seeing it progress and actually like getting locked in with those ramifications. So we see everyone else hearing about the fight at the school and what's going on. Um, and it seems like everyone's lives are for the better at the moment. seems like everyone's, we, uh, Big head lady gets a call from the mayor saying they're going to get funding for the orphanage. And the couple, the two couple users who used to be at the orphanage call them and check in and reconnect. And, you know, and the uh, cult girl's parents didn't die, so she didn't get trapped by a malicious cult. And because she wasn't in the cult, the little serial killer child's parents weren't in the cult. And they didn't die, so everyone's lives are better now. Butterfly effect. Like, ah, Hope can fix everything. <laughs> and we see even the crazy superhero guy with like the bulb on his head catch the serial killer guy from the first episode who ended up being the teacher fucking remember that <laughs> like 20 episodes ago 
God. Uh, uh, continue. <laughs> I didn't until right now, if I'm totally <laughs> honest. <laughs> yeah, truly, I saw Eyeball Man, and I it didn't even phase me. I was like, all right, this, this is beyond my pay grade. This was um, some middle episode bullshit. It's wow. Eyeball guy's a superhero, but he's crazy and also a serial killer. It's whatever. Um, continuing on what Paul started yesterday, uh, talking about this off podcast <laughs> for no one to hear. Uh, I'm referring to the other friends as the Scooby Doo gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we see Daphne, uh, the popular girl, uh, is there taking care of his dogs. Uh, his dogs. Uh, her dad's dogs. Because her dad was also a Future Diary user who we literally never see in the show. Like, he never interacts with anyone outside of, like, a video monitor. Yeah. Uh, and she's taking care of his crazy killer dogs. And they're bonding. And it seems like he grows, his Grinch heart grows three sizes that day. Yada, <laughs> yada, yada. Um, and uh, we see the phones that the mayor was hacking, because he rigged the game from the start, uh, change. The, the text on them uh, alters. And says how he, it has predictions from what the first game did. So it says how he died and how uh, Boeing, uh, you know, stopped him. So he's like, huh, something's changed. And he goes to God and goes, hey, God, remember that whole unbiased plan I prompted you with about this game to take your powers? It's corrupted now. We can't do it. And God is like, you're right. I believe you, clearly, honest politician. <laughs> and decides a new Anything you say, bald man. You'd love him. <laughs> Whatever you want, evil Mr. Clean. And then he kisses You were truly the head. god the entire time. <laughs> I would, <laughs> give me the Mayor X Deus uh, fan fiction. <laughs> Let me see some of that. Size kink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, spring and winter, uh, apparently. <laughs> winter being 1983. Or no, spring being 1983, winter being the dawn of time itself. Um, <laughs> Murmur sees all this happening in her sky orb and is like, it's coming apart at the seams. We got to get out of here. And uh, Murmur is played by Dan DeVito in my mind. Uh, you know, <laughs> goes to kill the third version of herself, but her dad jumps in and takes the knife for her. It's his daughter. He's got to save her. He loves her so much. Uh, meanwhile, in the illusion orb, uh, boy is talking to his parents uh, saying he, they gotta go and he's gotta say and they say go on and get her boy the next words out of your mouth are gonna be the ones that snap you out of it uh, and in the real world we see Yuna's mom come running into the school and starts crying over her uh, un- like knocked out body and her stabbed husband and she's crying now uh, she's cured and loves everyone in her family now everything's resolved I guess that's uh-huh. the, <laughs> the mm-hmm. thing about this third iteration of Yuno is that it's like still, you know, she's still, like, young and hopeful about her parents and her relationship with her parents. So, like, even though it's upsetting to hear her say those things, like, maybe it'll get better. Like, you know, you could think that maybe she would think that. But when the you-know-we-know sees this and she's like, oh, my God. They've changed. They're so nice. They've changed. It's like, you know they won't. (laughs) Like, what? You have a collective four years on her? That's the craziest part to me of that situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, reflects on uh, how she dreamed of this moment happening, of her parents coming around and being better people, just like it's happening now. And it's happening uh, once, so you know it's going to continue. No, it's going to. It's happening toward a traumatic event, which we know is consistent in everyday life and is mm-hmm. definitely going to hold out. Uh, cop shows up, does what cop does best, pulls a gun on a child, uh, and tries <laughs> to stop, you know. <laughs> She, you know, realizes that boy uh, really did change the future of this world like he said he would. And maybe maybe he is stronger than she is, even though she's God. Uh, and she realizes, uh, realizes that this is wrong and that the third version of herself shouldn't have this. She should have this. The third version of herself doesn't deserve it. Uh, she, she hasn't suffered like she has. Uh, inside the orb, boy is chanting Yuna's name. Uh, and every time he chants it, it's breaking the illusion world a little more because he shouldn't remember it. Uh, and while he's chanting, it's like cutting between all three of these, building up, building up. Uh, and Cop shoots at uh, Uno, OG Uno, first world Uno. Uh, but Murmur stops it. Murmur stops the bullet. Thank God. And that's when we see that uh, Boy has broken free of his illusion orb. 
and is holding <laughs> Eno. And uh, we see the murmur that stopped the bullet. We see the bandage on her head falls off, and she has a two on her forehead. This is the second world iteration of Murmur, who was trapped in the Sky Orb with the boy this whole time. She wow. was the Sky Orb. Wow. It was a prison. What a convenient facial marking. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you Never, so much. Don't know why we ever questioned it before to this point. Uh, so then second Murmur flies up to first iteration of Murmur, and they start fighting. Uh, because first iteration Murmur is helping first iteration of you now. Uh, so boy says he wants Yuna to stab him, uh, because she doesn't belong, what? Because she doesn't belong here, uh, and once, uh, he dies, she'll get the god powers again, and they can, uh, finally go home. And second murmurs on board with this, because she's like, hey, I've been trapped in the ball this whole time. Fuck them up, get, you know, let's wrap this up and end it. And Yuna lifts up the knife and stabs herself. <gasps> what a twist. Twist Whoa. on twist on twist. One of the few people she hasn't stabbed already. <laughs> well, <laughs> correction. Not actually. <laughs> yeah. I assume that was false uh, partway through. But, yeah. Uh, she, she stabs herself at one point to fake an injury to get garnered sympathy. Um, not important. <laughs> not important here. Might uh, as well be the first time she stabbed herself. <laughs> <laughs> well, as like a, a character witness uh, thing. That That's important info. <laughs> You know, says that uh, this world will be her home because it's the world she's going to die in and she wants the boy to live on. So when she dies, she, they'll be the last ones in the second iteration of the death game. So when she dies, he'll get all the god powers and he can fix everything and just shrug off all of her responsibility for causing all of this shit. Um, <laughs> and the last thing she wants to know is him. So they kiss and she dies. Uh, with her death, makes boy the winner. Second murmur snaps her fingers, ending the game, declaring boy winner, and it sucks both of them back into their world, uh, the second world, that was falling apart by all the death spheres created by Dias. Um, Dias. Whatever. Uh, all the death orbs stop, but all the damage is already done. So, oops. Apocalypse world. And uh, boy is all alone with murmur in that world. Back to the third world. We cut to the next day. There's a news report saying that Knife, the terrorist woman, is still on the loose. But on the news report, she doesn't have an eye patch. What? And we zoom out, and we see Knife sitting on the couch with an eye patch. <gasps> Whoa, that's how you know they're different people. <laughs> they're different people. There's just two Knights running around in this universe. I'm sure there's no ramifications for that. Um, so yeah, the Knife with the eye patch is from the second world. And she ended up staying in the third world. And marrying the detective boy and having a baby. Which, now that we talked about the weird inflation thing, makes me wonder if there's a little god in that baby. And it's that's a whole thing. There's, there's I don't know if you noticed, there's one that's floating. She's like, there's one on her lap and then there's one baby that's like floating around the room. <laughs> yeah, I missed that. So, yeah. God baby. I, I think my Regnation were... confirmed. <laughs> Deus baby. Deus, Deus. Deus X ninth fan fiction. Mm. Got a real mm. Zeus situation here. Just <laughs> keep your hands to yourself, Deus. <laughs> keep your hands out of tummies. Um, we see cop guy with his kid who's looking healthier. So it's presumed he got him looked into. That's nice. See, that's one nice thing. That's one nice thing. Uh, we see superhero guy in jail talking to the serial killer guy through the glass on like a visit. So I guess they're Batman and Jokering. Uh, <laughs> The couple who were in the Future Diaries, the ones who were like couples, the woman's pregnant, the guy's talking about a job, so I guess they have they have a normal life. Um, camera pans over, we see serial killer baby with his parents. I, he, he's not a serial killer now. He's just a uh, normal baby. He's just a regular <laughs> baby. He only um, has thoughts of murder. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wonder, because like, his parents dying didn't trigger him to be a serial killer. It's just his parents dying allowed him the freedom to be a serial killer. So, like, yeah. <laughs> like, he'll just become a serial killer later. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, he's like Yagami. He's going to be a teenage serial killer. <laughs> That's for a different series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cult leader's parents weren't blown up in a bomb by the second in command, so her life is continuing normal as a cult leader. Uh, cut to the mayor and cooking mama going on a date. <laughs> 
I don't know. Uh, Wild. Yeah, this is the shot where he is like three feet taller than her, but his <laughs> her head is the size of his torso, mm-hmm. and his head is, is like the size of one of her nostrils, I would imagine. <laughs> hey, I'll say it again. Size kink. Yep. It- <laughs> She is the most unmarketable Sanrio character. Um, we cut to the Scooby-Doo gang, training all of the dogs of Daphne's dad, who I guess is also no longer a serial killer, because he created dogs with robot teeth. Oh my god, it really episode. is like the Scooby-Doo gang. They even have dogs. They got the dogs. <laughs> um, then we get the third iterations of Dias and Murmur saying all is going well, and they don't see anyone from all, any other alternate worlds uh, trying to interfere, so it all looks good. Cut to Yuno, hanging out with friends, saying her life's peachy keen. She went on a family trip with her parents, and she's writing it all down in her phone, keeping it like a diary. <laughs> Did you get it? <laughs> uh, while she's there at the restaurant, she looks out the window, and she sees Boy with his parents, both alive, and he's got the girlfriend. The one from, like, episode one and the flashback where she tries to have sex with him. The illusion orb. Yeah. Um, So I guess his life's going okay. And then we see on Yuno's phone a little phone charm of Murmur with a one on her head. (gasps) And it winks. winks. (gasps) It's alive. (gasps) Cut two. (laughs) Cut two boy in the second world. The boy we've known this entire series. He's God now. Also, the second world's gone. It's Welcome. just a void. Welcome to my dark, twisted mind. <laughs> it really is. The, everything's been destroyed. It's been wiped clean with his God powers. It's just him and Murmur. And he's super heartbroken and sad. Uh, and he wonders about the third iteration of Yuno and what she's like. And he says the only thing in this reality is him, Murmur, and his cell phone which is a constant reminder of what's making him sad. It's like, that's <laughs> not healthy, man. You Your gotta get God. rid of that. You Your could God. do anything. Literally anything, except for bringing people back for whatever reason. Make a new one. Nope, yeah, that's how we got over. into the situation in the first place. <laughs> Ugh. Credits. Do anything. Do something satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> Play an MMO. The Final Fantasy XIV, it's wildly popular. Um... Start Post-credits. giving your god powers to humans. Start fucking up other realities. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, why not? <laughs> um, credits happen. We get a post credit scene. We see the phone of Sad Boy in his void. And it says the text of, like, Yuno's father protected her at the school. Yuno's mother appears. Yuno dies. Dead ends. But we know that the Yuno dies was the, the first iteration of Yuno and not the third iteration of Yuno. It's, it, it's, it's not consistent with the phones. Um... And then the last line of the phone changes. It goes, <gasps> and it says, Yuno comes to see me. And then right on cue, we hear Yuno's voice going, hello, hello, uh, calling out for boy. And we get like, every time she calls out, we get like crackling noises and we see the void behind it, like cracking and light kind of shining in. Uh, and then we get one of Murmur's little post-credit sequence like we usually do. And it shows boy and Yuno in the void recreating life. I guess they're both God now. What could go wrong? <laughs> and uh, Murmur, I don't know. I don't know what happens. I guess Murmur gets bored and goes fuck this and goes to another universe and tries to start this shit all over again. Cyclical, baby. I just cannot believe that that's how the show ends. That it's just like we're not going to explain this to you. No, if you never. want an explanation, you have to. I think there's an OVA. That gives an explanation? Maybe. I, I could be. How. I could be wrong. We will never know. <laughs> Truly a mystery. <laughs> but it, uh, like the fact that that, <laughs> the credits roll before that even happens. And it's just him being angsty and sad. Insane. Like the creator was like, I don't have time. I can't, I can't wrap this up. I just, my world is too big. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand my sick, twisted mind. My vision. But just kidding, he's happy again because uh, credits yeah. happened. Uh, remember, we have to do the vast opposite of whatever was happening in the last scene. <laughs> so he is sad about girl. Girl has to show up. She's back. How is she back in another reality? 
genuinely impossible to say. She was approached by Miguel O'Hara, and he gave her a universe-hopping watch. says, hi, I'm Scott Bakula. You're Quantum Leap. Welcome to Quantum Leap. Hold my hand. (laughs) We did it! Are we... There you go. Yay! I am! Uh, You know what? Yeah? Better than Death Game episodes. I'll give you that. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, uh, I I remembered it was Death Game. I know you were hinting there's like a twist. Yeah. (sighs) I don't want to say, because like, it wasn't good. I didn't like it. No, of course. (laughs) That's canonically. We can say that. Yes. But. Definitely more interesting swings than what I it, thought would happen. <laughs> to exactly what D was saying, it can't be entertaining. Things can be entertaining and garbage, which this is. Yeah, I. Yeah, it, it it truly makes no sense. It doesn't <laughs> want to. It doesn't try to. Uh, it just expects you to go along with it, and we sure did. Uh, There's a level of this which I give the caveat for a lot of anime. Of, like, why are these main characters so stupid? Why are they so headstrong and dumb and making the worst decisions imaginable? And then you remember, they're 14. It's like, yeah, this tracks. This adds up completely. Mm. And it's it's the caveat of why so many animes are in high school. Well, just uh, multiple reasons why. But that's one I tell myself to not go insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's more self-preservation than an actual yeah. explanation at this point. <laughs> I just... I... This is so fun for me to watch, like, in preparation. I forget if I said this before. I watched episodes 20 to 23, and, like, I was just sitting there, like, laughing my fucking face off. And, like, every once in a while, something would happen, and I would just go, what? Like, I would just (laughs) yell, because it's just so stupid and unnecessary. And it just, oh, it's just the goofiest shit. <laughs> and I'm sorry if you take this seriously. <laughs> but also, I don't know. Watch something else. <laughs> if, <laughs> I don't know what to say. This shows, if you took Future Diaries seriously and you genuinely enjoy it as a series, why are you listening to this podcast? We're on episode <laughs> 239. You should know better by now. Oh, hey. It's... I, uh, this is my stars aligned. I got stars aligned. You got future diary, and it hits the same level for us of just like <laughs> this is batshit. Where could they go with this? I need to know where this ends. That's what like it is. The connection like is just randomly abusive parents. <laughs> it, sure, it sure is. It really is. Wow. Uh, it. I think this one hits worse for me because it's like sci-fi and like time traveling, and I I typically like that stuff. But Star's Line is like, it's a middle school boys tennis club, and that's it. And it's wild. Yeah. But I, it's just, God. We can't anime. talk about another sh- another show. We have to go away. <laughs> no, you gotta lay down. Uh, well, happy birthday, D. Uh, so I, hope, uh, I hope you're two years younger this year. <laughs> uh, you go back in time and stop yourself. Uh, never. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you. Uh, uh, hey, the email box is full. <laughs> Don't email us. Stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we we watched this and we're like, hey, um, I think I think we have enough. Uh, <laughs> no one recommended this. Is fully D's pick. Like, yep. Hey, audience, you lost your recommendation privilege. You're done. <laughs> Uh, I just don't want to address the fact that, or I needed to address the fact that I'm not going to keep saying it. So it seems like Future Diary is a good way to say, yep, we're corking up that bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Never again on the shelf. Uh, So thank you, everyone who sent in shows. Thank you uh, for being nice for the most part about us <laughs> not liking them um uh you can find us on tiktok or tumblr are we there yet on how you enter those in both places yeah <laughs> nailed it you can find me on tumblr yeah well you can't fuck 
Hold on. Let mm-hmm. me take it again. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at honey period D or on Tumblr at honey D, all one word. Honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E. You can find me on Twitter, burns when I weeb. Not doing anything there. Just wanted to say it again because D and Taz hate it. <laughs> sure do. Uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for her artwork. Thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week. Where will we th- hope you'll join us next week? Where we uh, hope you'll join us next week. No! <laughs> hey, dying's for pussies. Pussies.